Hello, Keith Kelly here uh, with We Will Go Ministries, and this is this is podcast number seven of Extreme Faith in Jesus podcast. Uh, basically, we're we're concerned about the Great Commission. You know, about telling people about the Great Commissions. Uh, we write articles. Uh, we also deal with you go to conferences and churches and tell people about witnessing, about reading the Bible, about praying, about fasting. These are the things that are very important. And we have to tell people about Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Savior of their soul. He can save their soul. That is so important. And we're reading in a book right now called Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. This is a witnessing book by a gentleman by the name of Mike Shipman. Uh, we're on chapter 8, and I'm going to read some of the excerpts of the things that I highlighted in hopes that you basically will, uh, your interest will be tantalized, your interest will uh, have you go and purchase the book on Amazon or wherever you can. Okay, I'm reading in uh, chapter 8. It's called Bee Stings, The Poison Effectiveness. In John 4.35, Jesus said, lift up your eyes, look on the fields, that they are white for harvest. This has never been more true than today. As we enter into these harvest fields, though, we find a number of bee stings that Satan uses to sting our ministry and prevent us from productive harvest. A fruitful harvest requires deliberate planning and effort. Successful harvesters have learned to identify and overcome the bee stings that Satan sends their way and bring in the crop of the harvest. Okay, the temptation to be overly cautious is not a new one. In Acts 4, 29 and 30, after his imprisonment, Peter prayed, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. The turning point for our own ministry came when we decided to share the gospel with everyone, anywhere, anytime. That changed us. Okay, I'm going to go through some of the bee stings, and I'm going to give you some of the antidotes, okay? Here we go. Bee sting. Bad things will happen, so I must be really careful about witnessing. The antidote. Realistically, evaluate security concerns, count the cost, and then share the gospel more freely. God is sovereign over all things. If bad things happen, they will likely facilitate kingdom growth in the end. It, that's true. No, and no matter where persecution, and even in the Bible, as they persecuted the Christians, Christianity grew, and it grows every time you get persecuted. Okay, here we go. Bee sting. I must deeply understand my people, groups, culture, or religion before I share the gospel with them. And this is really for people that are overseas that are in closed countries. This has nothing to do with America is an open company, an open country. You can talk about the gospel anytime in America. But there's a lot of countries that you will uh, be imprisoned or you will be, uh, you know, persecuted or even killed. If you preach the gospel. So this is very important. It says, I, the beast thing is, I must deeply understand my people, groups, culture, and religion before I share the gospel with them. Antidote. The gospel is relevant in every context. So learn all you can about your community. And while you do, share the gospel frequently. The interactive nature of any three is a great way to learn more about the target culture and religious beliefs while you witness. Be a, it says really be smart, be a friend maker, okay? Here's the beast thing. 
the, the French, the Thai friendship to sharing the gospel. Delay sharing the gospel until a solid friendship has been developed. Now, here's the antidote to that uh, Satan's bee sting. Be friendly and share the gospel early in every relationship. The best friends are those who have heard the gospel and still want to be around us. If someone distances themselves, himself or herself from us because of the gospel, they were not likely to have been a good friend anyway. On the other hand, if someone hears the gospel from us and still wants to be our friend, it is a good sign that he or she might be open to the gospel and become a friend as well. Be quiet example, okay? I'm going to read this. It's not a beast thing, but it said, the truth is that people only get saved when they hear the gospel. That's the truth. Yes, you can read the gospel for themselves and be saved, but they will not read it in our lives unless perhaps it has been written on their clothing. Salvation requires a presentation of the gospel. You have to speak it. Your life, no matter how good it is, is no substitute for the gospel presentation. Here we go. Here's a beast thing. Living a godly life is good as sharing the gospel. Antidote. Live a godly life while joyfully sharing the gospel with anyone, anywhere, anytime. Beast thing. Give people employment or benefits and meet their physical needs so they will be open to the gospel witness. Antidote, share the gospel without condition. While lovingly, lovingly, yet discreetly helping those in need. As the Apostle Paul said, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all men, and especially to those who are the household of faith. Another beast thing. The life becomes in, in itself. Becoming like one's adopted community becomes primary while sharing the gospel becomes secondary. Antidote. Witness broadly both inside and outside your community and, 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 and platform in order to find persons of peace. While you find these persons of peace, train them to reach their own communities with the gospel. Too many people's busyness becomes a way out for doing evangelism. Great point. Beasting, doing good things, crowds out doing the main thing, evangelism. Antidote, replace some less important activity by setting aside time to practice any three and training others to do so. So, people come to faith. This is the story. People come to faith. Because they hear the gospel are invited to respond to it. There's no substitute for direct mouth-to-ear evangelism. The only way to know who is open to the gospel is to share it with them and see who responds. Religious affiliation, clothing, body language, and intuition are very poor substitutes. After you share the gospel, you will know within minutes rather than days or months who is open and responsive. After we share the gospel using the first and last sacrifice story, we ask questions to draw a net. The second question, do we believe it, is a filter question. While their facial expressions and body language 
may give some hint of their interest and lack thereof. You will never really know if they believe the gospel until you ask them. We have to open our mouths. We have to tell people about Jesus Christ. There's no way out of it. And that's, it's just the word of God. We're supposed to be testimonies. We're supposed to tell people about Jesus. We're supposed to tell them about the kingdom of heaven and a burning hell. We're supposed to tell them the full gospel of Jesus, that Jesus Christ died on the cross to save their souls. And he shed his blood for the remission of their sins. That's, and that's, we, there's no way out of it, folks. That's why it's so important to know the word of God and to seek him and to pray and to read. That's so important. You can get a hold of us at wewillgo.faith, wewillgo.faith, or email us at www.gonow at gmail.com, www.gonow at gmail.com. Contact us and let us know that this has been a blessing to you. God bless. This has been the 7-Minute Podcast. Keith Kelly. Stream faith in Jesus.